the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, Merry Christmas. It's a Christmas special. It's our 300. This is all of them. As you ordered. 300 show so we decided since it's christmas day we would we would put one out for christmas uh, for you lovely folks it is the mess it up podcast uh you have found us congratulations i hope that this is the first present you were able to unwrap this year uh for christmas i'm sorry i didn't do it for you on christmas eve to give you the christmas eve if you're one of those type of people but you get a present on Christmas, the extra show uh, for Mess It Up Podcast. We will have another show tomorrow on Boxing Day, but uh, today's your Christmas special. Show number 300, welcome, Bev. Hey, thank you, and Merry Christmas to all of you out there. Yeah, you know, we're sitting here in our living room. We've got the Christmas tree going. I've got the um, electric fireplace uh, heater blower going behind us so I can see fire. On the big screen behind me, Bev can see the uh, the ever popular YouTube Yule log uh, crackling away. We've got the volume turned down, but the crackling is going just a little bit. We just thought we'd try to be a little bit festive for you here and talk about some Christmas traditions on Christmas Day for you. By the way, it's not Yule log; it's my log. Mile log, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. My log. Bev is she's busting out the humor for Christmas. Oh, I well, love it. Uh, it was a kind of an attempt. It's fantastic. Um, we both got a fresh cup of tea before we started, and it was like boiling hot water. So if you hear me screaming, you don't need to call nine one one. It's just too hot a tea. My mouth will repair itself after a while, but just know that it got super hot, and so I'm trying not to. Uh, not to scald myself. Can I mention how many times you've done that in like the last, well, since winter started? Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'll just let the people guess. Yeah. I it's do more it. than one. Yeah. And I did it when I was in Las Vegas when you weren't with me. I, I, I grabbed one and gave myself the old Scorcherama. So, you know, it is what it is. And I, I think that uh, it that kind of has a little tiny bit to do with. Um, our word of the week, not necessarily, but our word of the week this week is, our, our word of Christmas, I guess it's not the word of the week, but anyhow, our word for Christmas is befitting. Mm. And I'm hoping that this is a befitting show for a 300th show. Uh, and befitting means appropriate to the occasion or the purpose. So hopefully it's going to be festive and exciting. And uh, we're... Is it, is it like your hat befitting your head? My hat befitting my head. Wow. Bev has jokes for Christmas. I'm well, loving I've this. Learned from the best. I'm loving this. Well, <clears throat> if you can use befitting in your words and uh, your sentences, go ahead and give yourself ten bonus points, and uh, that'll be awesome. Welcome to Christmas, and uh, thanks for being here. What we want to do is we want to talk about Christmas traditions. Um, so. Uh, I'll let you start, Bev. Uh, can you think of, of some Christmas traditions from your youth that you either looked forward to or some Christmas traditions that you're like, ah, oh, wow, I hope we don't have to do this again? Well, you know, it is kind of funny that looking back on this, this was one of my favorite traditions. However, when I was a kid, I don't know if I thought it was that cool. Okay. But, but we always got to open a gift on Christmas Eve. There was only one, 
and the silliness of it all was we knew exactly what it was. It was always handmade pajamas, pajamas. by my mom. Okay. Yeah. So that was one of them. The other thing that we, oh, no, wait, we were allowed to open two gifts on Christmas Eve because the other one were those slipper socks that were like moccasins on the bottom. You know, they had lacing around the edges of like yarn and, you know, like a plastic bottom, but then the rest was like socks. Does that make any sense? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if I've experienced those. Yeah, you know how the moccasin, you know, how moccasins are like the base of the shoe, um, the sole of the shoe is like plastic. It comes up, you know, like an inch around your foot, but then the rest of it is socks. Huh. Okay. I see something here. I see moccasin socks. Uh, we call them slipper socks. So. And, and they've got like a, a, a bottom sole and then the yeah. rest of it is a sock. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But we needed those in our house because we had terrazzo floors. And they were Which, for cold. the people in the world who don't know what that is, because oh. mo- almost everybody doesn't, what's that, a terrazzo yeah, floor? Yeah, it's um, what they do is they take concrete and they fill. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they lay it down, but I, I, my impression is that so it's a the concrete, concrete floor. Concrete floor. Cold and concrete they, floor with no carpet. And they scatter, but they scatter beautiful colored rocks on top, and then uh, polish it down. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's so, cold. Um, so cold floors, yeah. uh, hard floors, and you needed yeah. those. Even though you were living in Miami, yeah. uh, it does get cold in uh, in Miami, just like it gets cold in California. Um, not always, and definitely not like some people who might be living, you know, in more northern climes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we definitely do get some some coldness, and some slippers might be appreciated. So that was the one that you did. We. We were not necessarily a Christmas Eve gift family, but we were also not necessarily not a Christmas Eve gift family. And I think a lot of that depended on my brother and I and how we approached it. So Robert and I, it was just the two of us, we would um, get together. And by we, I mean I would talk to Robert because I was the, you know. (laughs) Instigator. I was going with thinker, but okay, okay. instigator also <laughs> works. It might be befitting, uh, but I would I would say you know we could get into these gifts, man. Oh. But we got to team up on this. We got to work the 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 sympathy angle and and work on the parents. So we had this routine worked out, <laughs> and Robert would be the wishy washy guy. Neither of us could come out and ask, can we open up a gift? Because my dad was pretty much a my way or the highway kind of guy. So you couldn't mess it up because if he came down and said no, you knew you were done. If you annoyed him, it was going to be no. <laughs> so we had to work on it. So what Robert would do, his, his specialty was the hemming and hawing about it. And he'd come <laughs> in and try to ask the question. I couldn't just come out and ask the question. Robert couldn't come out and ask the question. But if Robert started hemming and hawing around the question, I could say, what he wants to know is, can we open up one gift? Okay. And that seemed to be a pattern that worked for things, to have Robert come in, him and haw a little bit, and then uh, I would come in and, you know, close the deal. So sometimes we would get one present that we would open on Christmas Eve after our, our Christmas Eve, you know, candlelight service at the church. Sometimes, every once in a while, I can remember a couple of years where Pop just went buck wild and decided, you know what? 
We're going to open them all on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. All the gifts. Christmas wow. Eve. It's happening. So That surprises me. Yeah, it, it was rare. It wasn't, wasn't always the thing. And it was more as we got older and got out of Santa Claus um, age and into more of our junior high, high school years that he would be prone to do that because there weren't as many, you know, gifts to come out from Santa. When we were younger, we had to wait for Santa to come to bring some of those gifts. Uh, so that was that's how we were on the Christmas Eve gift opening thing. Now, did you guys do, I'm guessing, uh, a church service? We did not. You Which did not? I, no, we did not. Wild. Now, is that something that just wasn't done in your I, neighborhood or you guys just chose not to go or your church didn't do one? I or? don't think our church did one. First of all, our church was... Miami was a really, really big place. And most of us had to travel very far to get to where our church was. It took us, oh, 20, 25 minutes to get to church on a Sunday morning. And that was going across several uh, major highways. So there could be traffic. Um, and I just don't think they did that. I do remember that the Sunday before Christmas, they gave us those little folded up church boxes that had little, it was like a church building, but mm -hmm. it had little, you know, reindeer in the front yard and gifts in the yard folded up and they had a bag of candy inside of it. Oh, okay. But it wasn't big on the candy because it was ribbon candy. Oh my god. And gosh. then also, the only thing that was really awesome in there, besides the candy canes, which I love, were the chocolate haystacks who we is the person one in there that likes ribbon candy because i, I have not met a person who I does do not but know. you see it everywhere yeah you do i don't get it maybe there's different grades of ribbon candy maybe they just like the garbage cheapest. and pure garbage you yeah, couldn't do that could i mean that. it's just sugar but I mean, it's just it's just weird it doesn't even fit in your mouth right that's you the know, problem with it. yeah that's the problem with it you can't if you try to you get use it like a sucker it, it's you know you get spit wads and it's you get your tongue caught in the hole none of it's yeah, good right none it's of it's good fitting uh, for christmas tell me people oh nice like mm -hmm. i do like that uh if you are a person who does like ribbon candy sorry uh send a picture uh with you and your <laughs> ribbon candy uh put it on and and uh just uh tag mess it up podcast in your picture and if you go somewhere and they've got ribbon candy, I'm guessing you're going to grandma's house. And I'm looking over at grandma's candy bowl and she's got nothing but candy no, canes no. going on. Uh, but if you go to your grandparents' house or some older person's house and they've got ribbon candy, take a picture of ribbon candy. I want to see pictures of ribbon candy and tag Mess It Up Podcast in there so that we'll see those. Uh, would love to, uh, to see that. I will say quickly that... It's been so long ago since I was a kid. Maybe I just can't remember. I think that if Christmas fell on a Sunday, I think we did do candles on that service because we always went to church, even if it was on Christmas. We knew that. And would that be a... a do you remember if that was like the morning service or did they do an evening? Uh, I think it was... Uh, I think it was morning. Okay. I know we had... Uh, I, I, we've heard this before. I grew up going to church on the Navy base. And so we would have our uh, Christmas Eve service. And I honestly don't remember what happened when Christmas was on Sunday, but I know we always had Christmas Eve candlelight service at the base. We'd have the candlelight service, we'd light the candles, we'd sing the silent night, and then we'd go over to 
<clears throat> they had a little fellowship hall, what it was called, the East Wing. So we'd all go to the East Wing and have uh, uh, snacks. Um, mm. They'd have like Christmas cookies and hot mm. uh, cocoa and punch and coffee, which was different because we'd always have a fellowship time after church, which was coffee and punch, but not the hot chocolate for the kids. So we'd get that hot chocolate. Loved that. And I also remember that because we went to church on the base, it was what they called the All Faith Chapel. So we had in this big chapel building, uh, and I'm doing an A-frame with my hands now, uh, stained glass, organ up front, you know, big church looking thing, pews. But there was a Catholic service. There were Protestant services. They had uh, Jewish uh, services um, that they had. Uh, so there was also in front two huge pine trees that they had Christmas lights in and and Christmas lights around the church and they were big incandescent bulbs. We're talking the 70s here, people. Oh, so it was yeah. just yellow and blue. It was always yellow and blue bulbs in screwing things and then, you know, the big old school things that I'm sure they had to come out with a cherry picker or something to put the Christmas lights in the, the big pine trees. But there was a big menorah, menorah that's what I was over just by the you. East Wing. And yeah. the kids and I, we didn't really know what it was, but we knew it was something about, hey, these kids get more than Christmas. But we liked it because there were a lot of lights there and we'd, we'd be goofing around and running around acting fool. Well, it's um, funny that we're talking yeah. about this because my very first time to go to a candlelight service on Christmas Eve was with you. With your family. Is that correct? Uh-huh. And we were not even married at that time. We oh, were just my seeing word. each other. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty fun and special. Interesting. Well, we, enjoyed we, it. we have, um, when I was a kid, we'd, we'd have candles. But I do remember my, my one of my more memorable uh, Christmas Eve services on the base there. They were having some sort of, I don't know if it was a safety push or what, but we were in, oh, I don't know if I was in junior high or late elementary school, but they, they gave us these cotton swabs that is just a stick of cotton, like a tampon. And it had been dipped in the, oh the glow-in-the-dark stuff that was invented out here at China Lake. And so we all pulled out, instead of lighting candles, <laughs> we all, they took the light up and we all had glowing green, yellow oh cotton wads that everybody had. <laughs> and we would always take you know the candles home so we put our cotton wads in the fireplace and we didn't have, we had a gas log for our fireplace. So we didn't have, you know, ash or We put it in there and as the night went on, it was going down. And so the, the tip of the candle stopped being the tip and it went down into the middle. And it was almost by, you know, a few hours later, it had all gone to the bottom. So it was like we had turned them upside down. Oh it was just... The next year, I don't know who revolted, but it, it only happened the one time. And I don't know if that was a decision made by the command on base oh, or funny. if it was made by the chaplaincy or what, but it got overturned the next year. We were back to actual fire. Was it because glow sticks had just been invented? Was it new? I I don't believe that that's the case. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, but I don't know when they... I, I know that they invented the glow sticks out here in uh, China Lake, that but is I don't too know funny. when that happened. Um, you know which story I thought you were going to tell about somebody in your family dripping hot wax on the back of your neck or on somebody's neck. Do you remember who that was? Um, no. I thought you 
told a story about someone dripping hot wax on the I can say this, though. It was not when they were invented because they were invented in 71. Oh, okay. Glow sticks. Uh, right. So, so they were old. fairly new, uh, but uh, <laughs> not... Um, not completely. That is hilarious. Yeah. So that means if you had stood there at the service and held it too long, it would have eventually burned your hand. It burned all the way down to the bottom. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My. Yeah. Well, it didn't burn. I mean, but it, it sank. Yeah. Oh, I see. Just the glow stick itself. It, I mean, the glow. Yeah. It was part. just the glow. Okay. Yeah. It was no just fire. the glow chemical. No fire. No fire you at all. No. It's just that. the glow. Yeah. Just you the glow of the chemical. Yeah, yeah. So. Anyhow, that That's was funny. that was a memorable one. And, you know, I mean, we always, we would be excited. We'd be ready to go back home and, and, and do the things, try to talk our parents into a gift. And, of course, you know, getting to sleep, you know, and, and, and that waking up feeling, which we'll talk about. Uh, but we're going to move to a, uh, we have a song of the week here. And the song of the week, we're, we're doing our Christmas reflections and whatnot, but we wanted to do a song and uh, there's a new song this year by Toby Mac with Tasha Layton. It's called Christmas Hits Different. And this is a bit of a different song uh, for us. Um, and we've talked about, you know, the holiday blues and whatnot. And this is ostensibly a podcast for recovery. So I'm sure that you can probably relate to it. But we wanted to do this song. And uh, we'll give you a little bit of time on this one, uh, 90 seconds of it. But it's called Christmas Hits Different. It's by Tasha Layton and Toby Mack. So here you go. We'll be on, uh, back in about 90 seconds to talk about the song and share some more Christmas traditions with you. Take it away, Toby Mack. If Christmas is different this year, you don't have to smile and know how you feel. If Christmas is different this year, Christmas is different this year. Different this year. You don't have to smile. I know how you feel. If Christmas is different this year. Right here in the background, the heater has come on. It's got a little bit chillier, so there's a, 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 a hurricane force wind blowing out of the heater uh, on us here. But we apologize if the microphone's picking up. Bev, what did uh, what? This was a song that you brought to me. I hadn't heard this song, and um, you suggested it, and we decided to save it here until Christmas time. What's what's the the deal on this song for you? I think that the song is really unique. Um, and I think that it's the crux of the and the meaning of the song uh, 
no longer dances around the idea that Christmas can be hard for mm-hmm. people. So mm-hmm. it doesn't need any explanation. I don't. I don't believe. Um, but any. I mean, I know it's meaning for me and and how it can be a season of loss but here's what i loved in the second verse it says for some this season is the hardest of all fighting the tears as they're decking the halls the bittersweet of every christmas song another year holding on and then here's the line can we find joy in all of the pain and so it begs that question uh whether we can or not and I know for me, a choice is involved in that. Because mm-hmm. um, I can remember when I was younger, putting on, um, I mean, it, it's so silly to think about now, but I remember sitting in my bedroom with my record player going on and playing Karen Carpenter's Merry Christmas, Darling. And that song sounded so sad. And I just want to keep playing it on repeat because I like the sadness of it. Mm-hmm. And so I can choose to be like that during the holidays too, if I focus on the wrong thing. But the bottom line is, can I find joy in all of the pain? And the answer to that is yes, yeah. I can. Um, today I was driving through town to go deliver some gifts to someone and uh, pick up some things and I just looked around as I traveled across our little town of Ridgecrest and I realized, God, I have so, so much to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. I mean, we sit here in our nice warm home and we have food on our table and we choose not to give gifts to one another. It's not because we can't, uh, we just choose not to. And I think the whole thing is we know that as Christian believers, um, the reason why this season has meaning at all was that Jesus was born to die for our sins. Right. And um, although that is bittersweet, it's also an element that without it, we would have no hope. Yeah. There'd be no reason to even bother or to choose God uh, in the center of your life. Yeah. So. And and for me, the line that that stands out is in that chorus that that plays for you you don't have to smile and mm-hmm. i feel so much uh i put so much pressure on myself to smile to be the happy person and to to wear that and you know the things that i have done in my life have by and large been in the public eye uh, working at starbucks being a teacher um you know, whatever. And I'm, I tend to have a reputation as upbeat, silly, happy puppy dog. And when I'm not feeling it on the few times when I'm not, it's difficult to put that smile on when I don't want to. I just, you know, I just don't feel like smiling. It's not that I want to feel or need to feel the sadness, but sometimes I just can't do anything else but feel that. And and Christmas, I think there's a a tacit demand for us all to be happy. Yes. Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy Christmas. Joy to the world. All these things. And if we're not feeling it, it can be very... If I'm not feeling it, it can be easy for me to feel guilty What's my problem? Why am I not feeling that? And and sometimes there's just, there's stuff going on. Yeah, and I think about it too, and I'm not sure if I can express this correctly, but 
Christmas is just any day. It really is. Yes. It, it, there's nothing that really proves that this was Jesus's birthday. We're pretty sure it's not. Yeah. I would. I would bet that it's not. Yeah. And so, with that in mind, we can feel joy or pain on any day mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what we do with that? I mean, even in our family right now, we're walking through some kind of tough challenges. We're having to pull together and pray a lot for one another and yet um, that could happen on any day that it's happening at Christmas really is no different yeah you know so yeah yeah we it it can be easy to build it up into more than it is I mean we talk a lot in the church about how you know we need to put the Christ in Christmas and and remember that and and we can feel um exercised about the fact that the meaning of Christmas gets overlooked but by the same token we can also put way too much emphasis on a box on a calendar right that really means nothing it's not the day right it's the event right right and it's not the tinsel it's not the lights it's not the fireplace it's not the podcast it's not the whatever it's the event and you know it's 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 the the birth of of Christ of the savior and and even then it took another 30 something years yeah. before it really kicked on right, uh, right, right so right, right. um i guess we just need to keep things in perspective but go ahead it, it does kind of make sense to me in one way though it can be easily explained to me that Christmas sort of stands for family getting together. Mm-hmm. We see the Hallmark yeah. shows. We see the commercials for the grocery store with them placing the turkey on the table with all the trimmings and the whole family is smiling and laughing. Um, and so when you don't get together with your family, I mean, that makes me a little blue. Our family is yeah. scattered all over. So... I, I have to really watch my expectations. And I know that's not what the show is about, but I have to make sure that I'm reasonable about what my expectation is for Christmas morning. You know, we always say, you know, in recovery, that expectations are premeditated resentments. Sure, sure. So, yeah, keeping that, I, it's befitting uh, <laughs> that you would yeah. say that. Ooh, bonus points. Yeah. So, um, we're, we, we've been going on for a while, um, and, and it's easy to talk about, you know, the traditions, uh, the things. It's, I, I, some memorable Christmases for me, you know, baby's first Christmas. Yes. Uh, and for us, when, when my daughter had her first Christmas, she was the first grandchild on both sides oh, wow. of the family. So everybody was like, party down yippity doo dah you know this is our first rodeo with grandchildren uh great grandchildren whatever it happened to be for the generation that they were so it was a biggie i remember that remember my dad made sure that you know the pippin family christmas came to his house that year and that he he fixed the house up more than he ever did you know he wanted it to be something he he went out and bought new my dad always had the same christmas lights they hung up all year round (laughs) 
Dad got new Christmas lights for Kaylee's first Christmas. He's he still there. New, yes, he got new decorations. And, and yeah, now they're 30-something years old. But he got all that. It was, I mean, he rolled out new stuff for his baby. Wow. Bought a new Christmas tree. Um, and just everything was new for that wow. little baby. Um, is there a particular Christmas in your past that sticks out more or less than others? No, I don't think so, but... Great content. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah, I really... Maybe we should practice this. Yeah, well, you know what? Our, um, our... I'm completely joking. No, I know you. that. But, you know, our our family and our Christmases were so constant. They, mm-hmm. they were. They were always good. Yeah. They were, they were always fun. Yeah. So I can't... But, you know, I, can I just share something that I think was kind of funny? Well, that's what I was trying to give you a setup for. Yeah, yeah. I know, but it, but I didn't yeah. catch it, right? Um, but anyway, my I think I might have mentioned this on the show we did with Dan and Faith, but I'm going to mention it again. We um, I told you about the terrazzo floors that we had that really cold. Well, in years after that, uh, my mom and dad covered the, the terrazzo floor with carpeting. And um, I don't even know what carpets are made out of these days, but I know they were made out of nylon back then. And uh, it was not the shag carpet. It was looped carpet. And um, so my sister, my sister and my job was to always get the box of Christmas lights. And those were the like one and a half inch light, you know, Christmas bulbs, mm-hmm. right? And the string was, if one was out, they were all out. Do you remember that? Yes. If one bulb was yes. broken yes. or not working. You didn't have that continuous right on thing so our job was to test those lights and figure out if one wasn't working which was the one that wasn't working replace it and and folks for those of you who have not had that joy what that means is you take a known bulb yep and then you go down the line and you just start screwing uh, unscrew one bulb and screw the next one in Uh uh-huh until you find out which one doesn't work um so anyhow we were doing that well because we we're working on many, many strings. We get one string going, and we'd just leave it plugged in, and we moved on to another one, and another one we'd plug in someplace else. We just had strings of lights all over the living room floor, and um, we had a console with a record player in the middle, you know, against the wall there in the living room, and so we always had Christmas music on, and I can even in my head right now hear some of the songs that skipped. I don't remember what they were, but I can hear the skips in the records, you know, when they would get caught and we'd have to pick up the needle and move it over. And all of a sudden we're listening to this music and we smell something. It smells like it's burning. It's like, uh-oh, what's going on? And we looked and one of the light bulbs had already started melting the nylon carpet and it had a little divot in it. Oh, it's like, oh boy, we got to you know, unplug it. So man, we rushed over. We were so scared we were gonna get in trouble for that. But um, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't remember how my parents responded. I know they wouldn't be mad, but I don't know if we lost our privilege of doing the lights after <laughs> that or not. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. And um, for those people, I, I did look it up. It's terrazzo, 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 uh, terrazzo floors. It's a composite material poured in place, uh, chips of marble, quartz, granite, and concrete. Uh, so uh, fancy, fancy. They would polish those things day. down, man. Yep. We could we could skate all over the house. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Socks. Um, so I, I'm hoping that you guys have Christmas traditions. 
um, that, uh, you know, I, I remember white Christmases where it would snow mm. for Christmas. I remember family coming in for Christmas. Uh, I remember uh, the first Christmas I had with you, we drove down to my aunt's, my, my dad and my mom and I drove down to my aunt Linda's house about 10 miles or less from her house. The engine in my dad's car went out. We had to get a ride. My uncle George drove us home, and uh, I wanted to get home so that way I could see my new girlfriend, uh, Bev. And uh, I do remember that now. I, I hustled home to come see yeah. you, and you had spent the the day with your kids. Um, but there have been plenty of memorable Christmases. I hope, folks, that you have uh, a good Christmas. Remember, it's not about the gifts, which are nice. It's not about the food, which is nice. It's not about the family and the lights, which are nice. No. It's about the coming of Christ and what that means. And um, don't keep the Christ in Christmas. Keep the Christ in your life. Yes. You know, uh, it's, you know, one day out of the year. Uh, and that's a very small portion of the year that it winds up being. Um, it's it's like point. Zero zero two percent of the year. Wow. Well, no, 0.2%, right? Because I had to move the decimal. 0.2% of the year that this is. So uh, don't worry about it so much. It's a day. Yeah. Um, just the last couple of weeks, I've been seeing this popping up in a lot of places. And the saying is, it's not about the presence. It's about, about the presence yeah, of with God the and in our C. lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. I agree with that. Well, uh, thank you people for joining us. Thank you for being here. If, if you have listened to all 300 shows, I want to know you. Please give me a call at 760-608-1942 and let's talk. I want to talk to you about you and listening <laughs> to all 300 shows uh, because I think that's awesome. Uh, we're starting with 301 tomorrow. Uh, so... You know, we're just going to keep on rolling along. But uh, I hope that your day is great. I hope that you've enjoyed this. Uh, if you were a, a, a giver, uh, let me know what you thought about the the elf commentary. And I guess that's about all I have to say, except for Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you next time. We, we mess, mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.